0: What is going on, Laker fans? Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll go till uh, nine o'clock tonight. Stack show as always. I think I say that every show. I mean it this time. Ali Clifton coming up uh, in about a half hour or so. Studio host for Spectrum Sportsnet does the uh, Sportsnet does the Road Tripping Podcast, Lake Show Podcast. She's coming up uh, eight o'clock hour. Uh, Yovon Buha, Lakers beat writer for the Athletics, so he'll join the show. So we got a lot to get into. So earlier today. Earlier today, we see Adrian Wojnarowski break a uh, break a story, and this is obviously Woj. And I got something a little bit the latest update. Woj explaining on uh, Sports Center LeBron's injury. So um, LeBron James expected to miss back-to-back games against the Clippers and the Blazers. That's coming up on Thursday and Friday. Obviously, he missed yesterday's win against the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Lakers pick up a win, a much much needed desperate win yesterday against the uh, Denver Nuggets, and Lakers actually did it on the defensive side. That was great to see. Lakers playing some defense rather than just depending on the uh, on the offensive end. So um, I- I'll say this: I kind of kind of officially worried about the Lakers a little bit. Got to be honest here. You know, I've I've got a chance over. I don't know how many months now we've been talking about the Lakers and everything's just been about, hey, they just got to be healthy. Just get them healthy for the playoffs and and Lakers will be fine. Okay, but what about chemistry? "Ah, Don't worry about chemistry. What about the playing tournament? Don't worry about the playing tournament. Just got to be healthy. There was a a moment in that Lakers-Raptors game where LeBron left the game with about six minutes left to go, something along those lines. And when the official word came back that he was out the rest of the game, That he had a sore ankle. That was the first like, oh, you know what I'm uh, about to say moment when it came to LeBron James that for the first time I felt like, I think the Lakers are in some trouble here. Um, This is not something that obviously anyone can control. We keep saying just wait until this team gets healthy. But I'm actually concerned now. So I know there's going to be some people. Everybody's going to have their own opinion. People are going to say, no, Lakers are just being cautious. I get it. They should be cautious. It's LeBron James. I I completely agree with that's probably the strategy. But let me me kind of explain why I'm worried about the Lakers for the first time here um, since we've been. You know, I I know with the first Anthony Davis injury and then he sits out for uh, close to nine weeks and then LeBron James six weeks. What's got me concerned about the Lakers is this. LeBron missed 20 games, and he was gone for six weeks. You just assumed when he came back that, all right, he's good now. And and that's, you know, nobody's going to obviously – everybody's got a different pain threshold. I'd say LeBron's is uh, arguably the um, – is the best when it comes to taking pain and trying to figure things out, and we know the greats when you've been playing for 18 years like LeBron James has. By the way, three additional seasons in the playoffs – Um, you can count three additional literally full 82-game seasons um, because that's how many playoff games he's played on top of the 18 years. We know nobody's going to ever be 100%. But the situation that the Lakers are in right now, the fact that LBJ came back and then in the second game that he was back left and then didn't play yesterday and now word from Adrian Wojnarowski that he's going to miss the next couple of games – why wouldn't you be concerned? I mean, how can you not be concerned that maybe this one thing we've been waiting for this entire time, just let's get healthy, just let's get LBJ healthy, um, maybe it's not realistic. And Listen, I don't have an answer to it. I'm just kind of assuming here. Um, I did not think this was going to be the route of LeBron's comeback for the Lakers, and I don't think LeBron James would be missing these next couple of games against the Clippers and the Portland Trailblazers if the guy was feeling fine. So there's got to be something here. And we're running out of time um, for this, uh, you know, obviously for the rest of this regular season, only seven games left. Um, you're in a position now where there's a there's there's a strong likelihood that you could be playing in that playing tournament, which would be two weeks from today. Let me play something um, from uh, – this is Woj on Center. I want to play this because – Woj gets into the details of the injury. Woj gets into, um, you know, obviously the details of uh, the latest on LeBron James. Take a listen here.
1: Ryan, LeBron James re-aggravated that that injury uh, in that loss to the Raptors and, you know, sat out against Denver. And, And right now he needs more rest for that ankle. And, you know, he talked of feeling sharp pains in it over the weekend playing and, Uh, This is an injury that I I think LeBron James and the Lakers are starting to realize is going to be with him through the postseason. So they have a chance to get him some more rest here. I'm told to expect him to sit out that Thursday game against the Clippers and then again Friday against the Blazers. And there's no certainty that he'll be back Sunday against Phoenix. And then you got New York next Tuesday in L.A. Uh, You know, they're going to take this uh, uh, maybe day by day after we get through uh, these back-to-back games, uh, but I'm told LeBron James, and I think you could see it on the court, struggling with you know his explosion, with hard cuts, you know coming off that six weeks of inactivity, really not able to practice with a team because they're not practicing much this time of year. He had to try it out in the games, and it's still tender, and so this is going to be a challenge for the Lakers, for LeBron James, who's not really going to get an opportunity uh, to get an extended rest, you know, once you get into the postseason and obviously the Lakers, you know, they're trying to stay out of that playing round. They may be headed for it.
0: All right, that's uh, Adrian Rojanowski. The the great thing with that too is just kind of listening to the full clip there. He explains it much more detail. He's got a great article out. You saw his tweet out, but he, he explains goes more in depth about LBJ and this uh you know, obviously the the ankle injury. Um I, I take this away. Listen, it's a no brainer. If LeBron's not 100 percent healthy, and you still have a couple weeks left before the postseason starts, uh, we've seen, we've heard LeBron James over these last couple of days say certain things like, "I'll probably never be back to 100 percent healthy again." We've heard him say that. You know, obviously, if he's not healthy, then what really, uh, what are the Lakers' chances? There are no chances. If 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 LBJ is not at least as close as he can possibly be to 100% or at least as close as he can possibly be to being the most effective player out on the court, yeah, the Lakers are not winning a championship. That's that's just the reality. Um, So it's a no-brainer that you sit him out in these games, but I think that's what's standing out to me is here we are, just seven games left. He played in a couple games, had to leave a game in Toronto. Maybe part of the reason why he left the game in Toronto was because Lakers were down 16 and they didn't have a chance in that game in the fourth quarter. But I thought it had more to do with the fact there had to be another reason for it. And now, in this critical stretch, when I say critical, all I'm referring to is you're either going to be in the playing tournament or you're not. And I think the way the season has, I guess you could say, playing out so far, it's probably more likely that they end up in this playing tournament. Um, But for him to miss Denver, Clippers, and Portland... That says something different to me. That says this isn't a luxury. This is a necessity that he has to sit out these games. I'm going to give you a good example here. So looking at the schedule coming up, and I know we're all keeping an eye out on the NBA standings, NBA scores, and I'll keep uh, Laker fans in tune with the uh, the scores because I know uh, Dallas is playing in Miami, so that's obviously a key game for the Lakers. But looking at the standings, um, it, it doesn't, doesn't take uh, – It doesn't take a genius out there to understand that these last seven games are critical to every team that's in the Western Conference. Phoenix and Utah fighting for the best record in the NBA. They're both tied right now, 47 and 18. Denver and the Clippers both tied, 43 and 22, trying to lock in that three slot or four slot. But you know, obviously, that's the that's the position that they're fighting for. Five, six, and seven separated by half a game or one game total. Um, Lakers uh, in front of Dallas and Portland uh, one game behind. Every game matters. So I mentioned that to you because when I see that LeBron's not going to play in some of these games, let me use Friday's game as an example. Friday is against the Portland Trailblazers. Portland's a game behind from the Lakers. Um, And and Lakers got a game against the Clippers before they play the Portland Trailblazers. That game on Friday against Portland, that's not just who wins that game. You could say that game counts as two games because – the winner of that game also wins the tiebreaker. So not only do you gain a game in the standings if the Lakers won, or lose a game in the standings if the Lakers lost, but the team that wins then has the tiebreaker. The head-to-head would be two to one right now. Dallas, as an example, two to one on the Lakers in uh, in the uh, uh, standings here in that that head-to-head. So these are critical games, and it's not uh, it's not as if we're in the middle of February or we're in the middle of March. We're in May. This is uh, playoffs are right around the corner. So, um, with all that being said, not going to lie, Laker fans got a little bit of concern about LeBron James simply because of the predicament and what's kind of taken place over these last couple of days. Let me throw out the phone number as we always do, and always, you know, obviously appreciate interacting with Laker fans out there. Let me make this very, very simple. How concerned are you with LeBron James? Um, How concerned are you with the Lakers? Their positioning right now going into these final two weeks of the uh, season, eight seven 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 ten espn eight seven 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 ten espn We'll take uh, some of your phone calls. Um, quick shout out here. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive through oil change. Visit socaloilchange.com for locations and coupons today. You don't have to get out of your car. Pull up to Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Stay in your car. Keep 710 on. Keep Lakers Talk on uh, in around 15 minutes. They'll get their oil change done for you. Uh, We appreciate their partnership on the show. Pull up, drive in, and drive out in less than 15 minutes. Uh, We'll do this when we come back. We'll take some of your phone calls. 877-710-ESPN. Woes reported earlier today that LeBron James is going to be out, expected to miss back-to-back games versus the Clippers and the Blazers. Lakers obviously, and this—the idea here is to rest the ankle. They want to rest his ankle. Um, the uh, uh, the the kind of predicament that the Lakers are in. There's seven games left before the season starts, and I'm not one. I, listen, you guys, I think I've heard me long enough. I don't try to create drama. If there's something I feel that, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give my opinion on it. For the first time, I'm kind of feeling here that I'm a little concerned about this Lakers position um and obviously what's going on with LeBron James. The fact that he came back and now has got to sit for a few games and they're such critical games. When I say critical, just looking at it from a standings perspective leaves me, uh leaves me a little uneasy, Laker fans. Leaves me a little uneasy. We come back, we'll take your phone calls, 877-710 ESPN. Stay right here, Lakers Talk.
1: Hi, it's Mike Greenberg, letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, There's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
2: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: All right, Laker fans, appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll go till 9 o'clock. Allie Clifton coming up here uh, in a little bit. I want to take some uh, Laker phone calls. 877-710-ESPN. Your concern about LeBron James and this news that he's going to miss uh, the next couple of games for the Lakers. Um, listen, I'll I, I, I kind of put it this way. If LeBron was healthy, do I think the Lakers would run through the West? Yes, I do. I really actually believe that. I think they'd run through the Western Conference. But I don't know, I mean, for, for how long did we spend? Remember, he was out for 20 games. He was out for six weeks. And the conversation that we kept having was, um, well, Lakers would be fine. I mean, LeBron's going to come back. Look how much time we have. The Anthony Davis part, I think we're past that. It seems like seems like AD is starting to look more and more normal. I mean, yesterday I thought was the best game Anthony Davis has played since he's been back with the Lakers, uh, since he came back from his injury, and he looked. There was a kind of a his aggressiveness. Um, I think the on the defensive side, he looked fantastic. So there was that part of it. But the LBJ part, that's everything. Uh, we could sit here all day long and you know try to sugarcoat things. At the end of the day, LeBron's got to be healthy. Um, the fact that he's missing some more games after he came back this late into the season, uh, yes, are they being extra cautious? I do believe they're being extra cautious, but it also raises some concerns. It's like, wait, what? What happened? Wait, what do you mean? No, no, no. He was already out for 20 games. I thought he was good to go. Um, I think it's fair to say at this juncture of the season that uh, there's a little bit of concern right, let's take uh, let's take a few phone calls Jesse in Corona Jesse appreciate you calling in bud you're on Lakers talk what's going on Jess
3: stay well big fan man how's it going thank you man Um, I think everyone needs to relax Uh, in honor of uh, May 4th and Star Wars I think LeBron is the force on everybody to kind of psych everyone out get ready to run the West as
0: per usual, and uh, bring that 18th title. <laughs> um, Jess, I, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, the The relaxed part, I'm trying to buy in on that. Uh, I'm a little tense right now. Uh, no, here, here's the reality. Reality is, I, I get it. And if if you're one of those that think, "Hey, everything is fine," maybe you can help me. My question would be, then why is he, you know, out for these what I would call critical games? When I say critical games, you guys know what I'm referring to. I know it's not the playoffs, but it'd be kind of nice to avoid this playing tournament. I mean, you heard LeBron James. I'll get into that a little bit later in the show. LeBron's not a fan of the playing tournament. I hadn't heard LeBron comment on the playing tournament until we see the Lakers have a potential opportunity to have to play in this thing uh, you know, maybe an additional one game, maybe an extra two games, just to avoid the playing tournament. Uh, a couple more calls here. Let's go to a uh, Ben in Thousand Oaks. Ben, appreciate you calling in. What's going on, Ben?
3: Hey, how's it going, say what?
0: Good, man. Thank you.
3: Appreciate you taking my call. Listen, I got an interesting take on this LeBron situation. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like everyone else when he was first injured. Kind of just like, hey, when he when we get when we get him back, we'll be all right. Um, but when he got back and, and we kind of had this little bit of a hiccup with i still being hurt and saying, hey, man, I might not be ever 100% again. I get it, man. I've, I've had high ankle sprains myself, and I'm not LeBron. I don't have a million dollars in my pocket that I can use every day or every year in my body. But I can tell you I've, I my ankle has never been the same since I've had a couple of high ankle sprains on my left ankle. I and mean, I even, it's like, sometimes walking, sometimes it's just tight. So I totally get it. I think some days he'll be fine. He'll feel good, and the ankle will feel fine, and he'll be like, okay, I'm good to go. And then other days it's just going to be, hey, man, my ankle doesn't feel 100%. So I think it's just going to – it's a typical thing with those high ankle sprains that we just got to hope give him some more time to rest and hope that when he comes back for the playoffs we can hit the ground running and have that chemistry and win some games.
0: Ben, I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, you know, it's funny because um, when we say that uh, – I, I, I've been saying this. I'm like, hey, you know, we're still still three months away from the playoffs. 90 days away, we're fine. Eh, 60 days away. Okay, 30 days away. All right, we're two weeks away from the playoffs. Uh, playing tournament would start. Playing tournament is on the 18th. Um, so this would be, I don't know if they stack both games, you know, uh, the 7-8 and 9-10. I'm assuming they stack both of them on the same day. Um, but it would be two weeks from today. So... I hope that the you know cautious approach that the Lakers are taking, and maybe they've just decided, hey, you know what, screw, you. who cares about the regu- regu- rest of the regular season? Let's just kind of kick back with this. LeBron, you do your thing. Just come back for the playoffs, and everything will be fine. Hopefully, that's the case. But I do feel like I feel like it's different than uh, than last season. There's an article Kevin Pelton uh, for ESPN. Should you be worried? That type of thing from a Laker fan perspective. And they were comparing last season, you know, Lakers walking into the Orlando ball, well didn't play all that well. And then they went off and Lakers did what they did. I'm actually not as concerned about the Lakers on the court. And trust me, there's been some things to be concerned about. I did two postgame shows on a loss to the Sacramento Kings and a loss to the Toronto Raptors where I, I, was, I was speechless. I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say here. What do you mean Lakers are losing? Getting... Uh, losing against teams that are missing their two, three best players or a couple of their best guys, uh, De'Aaron Fox, Fred Van Fleet, just kind of go down the list, and they're losing to these teams. But even with all that, I'm not still as concerned about what the Lakers are doing on the court. My concern just comes down to one thing. My concern has always been um, the health like everybody else. I was, I'm was, i not as concerned a chemistry and how many games you do you get to kind of get to play together before you get into the playoffs. By the way, I could be wrong on that. That could eventually be the difference of the Lakers winning a championship or not. Maybe that does come into play. But the LBJ part, I just uh, continue to assume when AD and, and LeBron come back, that switch comes on because they're such impactful players. And oh, by the way, look at the rest of this Lakers roster. There's so many good players on this roster. But now the concern is I saw LeBron come back And now they had to shut down LeBron again for a few more games. All right, a couple more calls here. Uh, Gustave in uh, Cerritos. What's going on, man? You're on uh, Lakers Talk. Thanks for taking my call, Sliwa. You got it, man. What do you think? Uh, You got some some concerns there? Am I I on island here? No, I have. Okay,
3: I'll admit I'm a little concerned. But, you know, no team is perfect. But I will say one thing.
4: Mm -hmm. We have
3: defense and shooting. Have you seen how Macklemore has been playing lately? I mean, are you kidding me? Like, you just hand him the ball, and and he's just automatic. I mean, he's doing, like, games where he hits, what, four threes, five threes. We have Cabo Pulp and Caruso playing defense, lockdown defense, and don't even get me started with Schroeder once he comes back, or Schroeder, Mm -hmm. you know? So we got the defense, and we got the shooting that you need in the modern NBA and, and uh, you know, LeBron and AD, I mean, you know what they're going to give you. And even a, like an 80%, 70% LeBron, I think uh, if we get them to that, you know, to that point, I think we'll be enough to, to win the chip again.
0: Appreciate you calling in. Thank you for calling in. Uh, let me squeeze in a couple more calls here. I got Allie Clifton coming up here at 7.30, so I'll try to get a few more calls in and then uh, we'll get Allie's thoughts. Uh, Steph in L.A., you're on Lakers talk.
5: Thank you, Alan, for taking my call. Of course, thank you for you, calling Alan? in. Yeah,
0: Steph, this is your show. I'm just here oh. to I'm here to just kind <laughs> of move, uh, shuffle some things around. You call me whatever you'd like to call me.
5: Hey, check this out. Thank you. Appreciate that. You know what? First of all, you know what? This is the time for um, Davis and Drummond to step up. Yes, LeBron is my boy. He's definitely hurt. I hate that. But you know what? This is the opportunity for the rest of the team. I mean, really, at another level, because when you think about it, if, if if Drummond and AD was on another team by themselves with the other guys or whatever, mm-hmm. do you think that uh, they'd be up there still too?
4: Even if LeBron wasn't in the you know in the in picture, and pretty soon you know what he's not going to be in the picture anyway.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, Steph. I, I I haven't I haven't heard too much of that, and I appreciate you calling into the show. I haven't heard too much. I mean, I'm I'm one I, I kind of fall guilty on this. I put Anthony Davis on this. Yesterday I was doing the post game show, and I'm like, I don't really want to compliment Anthony Davis, and the reason why I was saying that. It's not that I don't want to compliment him, but I put him on such high ground that he's such an amazing basketball player, the best two way player in the game. I don't want to compliment him because it's expected that he delivers every single night. The Andre Drummond piece is a little bit interesting. I think the Drummond, I mean, yesterday we saw Andre Drummond not have a rebound in a game. Yeah, that's, that's obviously not normal. That's not something that you know we're expecting on a consistent base or anything. Like that. And it's not going to happen. This is once in a blue moon, you're going to have that type of performance. Lakers got a lot of good players. A little bit later in the show, you know, I'm going to talk about Gasol and how he came in yesterday and I, I the competition that these Laker players all have going up against each other. I like that. I think this is actually advantageous to the Lakers. That's actually a good question I'll ask Allie Clifton when she comes on. My question is not the role players. My question's not Anthony Davis. My question is none of that stuff. My question is LeBron came back, and now LeBron's coming out again. We know that at least he missed the Denver game. Looks like he'll miss uh, Clippers in Portland. Woj said there's no you know lock on him playing that game against the Phoenix Suns, that he's day-to-day. That's what concerns me. What concerns me is he was out for 20 games. He was out for six weeks. Then we thought he was coming back, and I understand the way this season is and uh, the compressed schedule and not getting a chance to really play and have a ton of practices to kind of get his legs back and everything else. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just more of a test. But that, to me, is the only thing that stands out over between now and the playoffs starting, between now and the Lakers trying to compete for another championship. All those other hurdles and challenges and everything else that comes with the grind of a you know 72-game season compressed the way it is starting December 22nd, Lakers only having 71 days off. I mean, all that stuff that you want to put together, there are a lot of challenges that this Lakers team has. I think the NBA, the competition is better. I think the fact that you're trying to incorporate two different players, Anthony Davis came back, take all those challenges. None of them really bother me or scare me. Other than the fact that LBJ came back and LBJ is now going to be out for a few games. And um, that's the only thing that, that has stood out to me in this last week or so. And one of the callers, I forget uh, the name of one of the callers earlier, mentioned that some of the postgame comments that LeBron James has had um, – yeah, those are – I pay attention to those. This is LeBron talking. Uh, the dude was talking about how he's had high ankle sprains and, you know, those aren't easy to come back from. Whatever your level of – if you go outside and, um, you know, you go play some pickup basketball, you go down with an injury, you'll you'll have somewhat of an idea of what it feels like. Okay, well, imagine it on the level of the NBA. Imagine it, you know, the competition that on a night-in-night-out basis. So take, take all that into fold. Um, Okay, let's do this. Allie Clifton coming up next. She's the uh, studio host for Spectrum Sportsnet. She does that road tripping podcast. She does the Lake Show podcast uh, they do at Spectrum Sportsnet. So she's coming up next. We'll get her thoughts on this, uh, on LeBron James situation. And if you want to be a part of the show, and I didn't get to your call, and I know we got a lot of callers waiting, around 745, I'll take some more calls. 877-710-ESPN. You could also hit me on Twitter, at Alan Sliwa. Stay right here, Lakers Talk, 710 ESPN.
2: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: All right, welcome back to Lakers Talk. Uh, I want to welcome in Allie Clifton, studio host for Spectrum Sports. Not does the Road Trippin' podcast, does the Lake Show podcast. Uh, Allie, everywhere I look, I'm, I'm seeing Allie Clifton these days. How are you doing? <laughs> and uh Uh, congratulations on all these things that you're doing. Obviously, uh, the latest one, The Lake Show podcast.
5: Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Alan. Um, All is good, busy, as you just kind of alluded to, uh, but especially all things considering what's going on in the world today. I'm, I'm fortunate and thankful to be busy so all is
0: well do you do you ever get bored talking Lakers basketball I I don't know about you but there's always something to talk about so it's like anytime you you know you think like what what story am I going to come something always kind of plays itself out and I'll use I'll use today as a perfect example just give me your initial thoughts of LeBron James expected to miss back-to-back games obviously Clippers and Blazers the next two games for the Lakers what was uh what was your initial thoughts when you saw that
5: so when you first asked me if I ever get bored talking Lakers, because there's always something to talk about, <laughs> my initial response was going to be, well, when you cover LeBron James, like I have for the last eight years now, no, you never get bored. Cause there is always something. And that's like the beauty of what we do. Um, my initial thought with him missing the next two is it was kind of actually a two-parter. So the other night after the Raptors game, I took a quote of his and, and I thought to myself, this is going to be interesting how this plays out. His point, his part about if i'm not a hundred percent or close to it it doesn't matter when we're talking playoffs mm. and you now hear that he will miss the next two which ultimately will give him six days of rest um, depending on when he does return or if he does after that um he has confidence in his team and i think last night seeing the way in which they handled themselves against the nuggets um gave that off as well that things are going to be okay and the priority is and, you know, he said that from an overall standpoint with this team, this team is predicated on health, being healthy. Um, and he's your big gun. So if he's not healthy and he's not in a position to where, you know, they ultimately get in, whether it's in a play on play in situation or the playoffs, just in general. And he has to sit because he helped to push this team, but compromised his health. You're, you're back to square one. So I, I like the time that he's taken away. I think this is a good sign, um, to a degree, um, and as long as it is not much worse, which I don't think that's what we're, we're talking about. I think this is all for for precautionary reasons. Um, this is good. This is good for LeBron. This is good for the Lakers and, and what they have coming up.
0: You know, it's it's interesting, Allie, because I, I, I found myself, and I think a lot of Laker fans are the same way, not even just Laker fans, but NBA fans, national shows out there. Everybody just keeps saying, well, as long as the Lakers are healthy, right? It, it just they got to be healthy mm-hmm. by the time playoffs start, and that's all that matters. And obviously I think there's a lot of truth to that. I did for a second there. I mean, I, this is the one thing, and maybe I'm reading too much into this, but to see him miss these next two games, obviously missing the uh, Denver game last night as well, um, I start thinking in my head. I'm like, maybe is there more to this? Did did the, were the 20 games that he missed not enough for him to you know obviously fully come back and like you mentioned? Um, and i think he's another quote that he had a couple of days ago was that he'll never be 100% healthy again and by the way when you're 18 years into the nba and you've played three additional seasons of just playoff games i don't know how you could be you know 100% healthy um right. from from what you've seen so far with this lakers team just looking at these next couple of games What's uh? What do you think they can accomplish against the Clippers, against the Portland Trailblazers, Not having LBJ, not obviously having Dennis Schroeder. What's uh? What what do you think will be the biggest challenges? And you think they can walk away with a win or two?
5: I do. I'm confident that they can walk away with a, a win or two. Um, the biggest challenges is I think you continue to lose that time in terms of chemistry because I think that's a whole other element to this, especially with where you want to be as a team going into the best time of year, the playoffs. But I think. When this team, and we saw it last night against the Nuggets, they get back to who they are and where they've always hung their hat on, which is on the defensive end of the floor, which isn't necessarily just about talent. It's about effort, energy, outworking your opponent. That's what puts them in a position to be successful. And I think we saw that on display for as close to 48 minutes um, that we could without having really seen that much lately. So as much as there are challenges because you're without two of your stars, two Two of your engines um, on both ends of the floor, two of your best playmakers in Dennis and LeBron. There's still so much that this team can accomplish. I don't know about you, Alan, but I was at home because I did post game interviews last night, and just seeing AD move the way he did, get that final block, and Pat is just saying we back. Mm. That just tells you the morale and what that can do for this team moving forward. They just needed a moment. They just needed a game like that to show we're okay. But we've got to hunker down now. we got to get back to who we are, play Laker basketball, and let the rest take
0: care of itself, and I think that they can do that. It's funny, Ali, because a lot of the times, and, you know, I'll sit here doing the post-game shows, and callers will call in, and they'll say, uh, you know, KCP's got to get a couple more buckets, or Kuz has got to do this, and everything's on the offensive side, and I think you, you mentioned something right there. Lakers gave up 89 points yesterday. I will take a dog fight like that all day long over that 121 to 125 game, and I know that's not today's NBA, but... That's how the Lakers won a championship last season, and I think there's something to that where we can sit here and look at all the sexy offensive stats, and um, we get caught up in some of that stuff, but if you can't get stops, obviously, you're not going to go very far, and and the Lakers having a game where they actually played some good defense I thought was fantastic. Allie Clifton, studio host for Spectrum Sportsnet, road tripping podcast, Lake Show podcast. You can follow her on Twitter, at Real A Clifton. Um, Ali, I I know there's been a lot of chatter about the playing tournament, and everybody, I feel like, has a different opinion on this. Are you excited about the playing tournament? What's your thoughts of the kind of lead-up to it and following more of the bottom part of the uh, NBA standings? Are you a fan of it, or do you think it's extra games, additional games that's not necessary?
5: I I understand, and I've actually I was just reading an article uh, before you called. I see what the league is trying to do. Um, in terms of giving the younger teams, those that may not be in the postseason, an incentive to continue to play, um, to finish out the regular season on a strong note, boarding um, teams tanking. I get all of that. Um, but I'm of the old school maybe vibe because we talked about on our pregame last night. And without really talking to big game before, he said exactly how I feel. I feel when it comes to a regular season, this year in particular, it's 10 games less, but you still have enough time to prove that you're a top eight team. Hmm. And so from that that vantage point, I wasn't a fan of the play-in games. I wasn't a fan of the play-in tournament moving forward. I agreed with it for the bubble because that was a very unique situation. Um, but if you were to make a change and you want to see this moving forward, as I know Commissioner Adam Silver would like to see, maybe there's a different format. Maybe it's just about the eight and nine seed. Maybe it's just if that ninth seed is close to the eight seed, then we talk about it. Um, but no, I feel like there's enough time throughout the regular season um, to establish if you're a one or eight seed, and you go to the postseason from there.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of been a polarizing topic here, and I, and I think I mean just think about it for Sports Talk Radio, everybody's chiming in, everybody's yeah. given their opinion, and. Um, it's a, it's an interesting circumstance because who would have thought it was going to get this much chatter. And, oh, by the way, Lakers are obviously in a position where they could be in that play-in tournament. So I think there's more chatter to it because the Lakers are a part of the mix here. We'll see how, obviously, things uh, shape up uh, over the next couple it, of weeks or so.
5: Said, mm-hmm. exactly, and with that said, Alan, I, I think right now, too, it just adds more motivation to them as they have fallen because of injuries um, to this position to hunker down and want to play and be better. And, um, you know, the added fuel, but again, I, it, you're right. It's an opinion um, and there's a lot of different suggestions being thrown around. And so obviously I think the league will handle it the way they should. Um, but all in all, I, I didn't need a play in tournament, I guess, if you
0: will. Um, LeBron agrees with you, by the way. Definitely agree- <laughs> agrees with you on that one. Uh, Allie Clifton, <laughs> taking it some time to join uh, Lakers talk here. Um, Ali, you mentioned Anthony Davis for a quick second there, that kind of the end of the moment against mm-hmm. the Denver Nuggets, and we're back. And um, I-, I guess uh, my question to you on Anthony Davis is – as he's progressed now, remember he's been back. I want to say five games. I want to say five, maybe six games now that he's been back. What what have you thought so far of Anthony Davis, and um, how close do you think he's looking towards the Anthony Davis that we saw last season prior to the injury? Um, how would you assess AD so far?
5: I think last night. <clears throat> what did you mention? Six games in. They're all running together for me, but uh, last night was the closest I think we've seen since his return. Um, The one thing I have respected and admired as we've been able to cover him now night in and night out for the last two years is he holds himself to such a high standard. And I know that, again, it's all about health. And I think the big thing was that he came back 100% and he's made it very clear he hasn't even thought about the injury since returning. So as expected, him trying to find his rhythm on both ends of the floor, we all want to look at his offense um, because that's natural. But in the same regard, I think when A.D., feels a certain way, and he's not afraid to put it out there vocally, as he's done to the media over the last couple of days. And then he goes out and he owns it. He always has that bounce-back performance. Um, I think AD is, is pretty close to being the AD we've, we've grown to love and watch and, and flourish in this league. And it's exciting, um, especially because of the timing, of the situation that we're in. So I think he's trending in that right direction. Um, and for him to perform the way he did last night defensively first, above all else, um, is what just has me feeling great about where he's at right now.
0: Final one, Ali. As we see the Lakers um, game in and game out, and you see just some of the depth they have. Let's just use yesterday as an example. Andre Drummond gets in foul trouble, mm-hmm. and you could go and you could go grab Marcus Gasol and he can give you some good minutes. Um, how, how how much of it an advantage do you think it is for the Lakers for Coach Vogel to have players? I'm not saying they're competing against each other, but you're kind of competing for minutes. What I'm referring to there is if KCP's having a bad game, you can go to three, four different guys that are sitting on the bench. If Andre Drummond doesn't have it going or he's in foul trouble, there's other players that can come in. How how much of an advantage do you think that is for the Lakers to have this much depth and guys competing against each other? Or do you think it's better to have kind of a solid seven, eight guys that you know that are going to be there night in and night out and they're not fighting for minutes?
5: Look, I think having healthy within the team competition is a good thing um, because I think you're getting it every single day you step on the floor, whether that's in practice or in games. Um, and I think the situation that we have with the center position in particular, Marcus Saul is a pro's pro, and I know that it has been an interesting thing to watch unfold, but the way in which he's handled it, not just vocally, but when he steps between the lines, there's been so many cases that he has proven his value to this team and that he will back that up. And um, for Frank Vogel to handle this team the way in which he did a season ago, I felt like he was always pushing the right buttons when it came to the time that mattered most, the playoff. Um, It's a good thing. And it's something that I have said a lot about the Lakers is that they're not just an overall deep team. They're depth at multiple positions. They've got depth at multiple positions, and knowing that Frank Vogel has proven he can press the right ones at the right time, um, I-, I think it's a great sign. You know, and I think the center position is that example, perfect example right now for Marcus to come in with two minutes to go in the second quarter as the eleventh guy of the eleven guys to play last night hmm. and perform the way he did outside of the box score, the way in which he was bodying Nikola Jokic. The the vision, the the leadership, um, that's promising. I I thought it was awesome. Um, And it just continues to show you that you can go to him when you need him, um, no matter what time it is. And and I think that's great.
0: I I love – I'm with you. I love the competition. I mean, almost in a sense, it's like like you said, this is not – at the end of the day, they're all pulling the rope in the same direction. But if one guy doesn't have it going, you you are looking kind of over your shoulder saying there's – there's two, three more players. If KCP doesn't have to go in, Ben McLemore can come in. If Ben McLemore doesn't have a going, uh, there's a number of other players. And I think that will ultimately be beneficial to the Lakers. Um, Allie Clifton.
5: And like, like you mentioned really quick, Alan, mm-hmm. you said if you're all pulling in the right direction. I, I think that's the key. Sure. I mean, you want to be there for each other. And I think last night when Mark was getting asked about individuals, himself, Wes Matthews, and he stopped everyone and he said, let's make this about the team. That's the mindset. That's the attitude. That tells you that things are going right within that locker room despite the stretches they have had. Um, And that they've got what it takes to figure it out. And I think that's what gives us that good feeling going into the time that we are.
0: Well, we are two weeks away from what would be the playing tournament. So let's see how that all unfolds over the next two weeks. But it should be exciting. And obviously just this week alone, Clippers... Blazers and the Phoenix Sun still left. So uh, I guess buckle up is the right way to put it. Allie, as always, <laughs> I, I appreciate your time. So Allie at Real A Clifton on Twitter. Um, at Road Trip and Pod, that's the uh, podcast you do with Richard Jefferson and Shanning Fry, correct? And, yeah. And then yeah. and then how do they get the Lake Show podcast? What do they do uh, for that?
5: So you go over to the Spectrum News app you download the app you can find it there in the apple or google store um and then join us each week we're dropping them weekly and, and they're a lot of fun with brez and geter just talking shop a little bit more kind of like this conversation um so yeah tune in all
0: right we uh we will definitely look forward to it uh ali thank you for the time and uh i'm sure we'll connect as we get closer to the playoffs all right
5: How your best. Thanks so much.
0: all right ali clifton right there uh always appreciate her insight and uh Man, I got to be honest. She's a little more optimistic on the LeBron front. We'll see how things play out. Um, One thing that I did ask her that I want to get some... uh, First of all, I'll give my opinion on it and get some Laker fans' opinion as well. You guys like this playing tournament idea? It's getting a lot more conversation here over the last, let's say, week and a half or so because it looks like Lakers could very well be in this playing tournament. LeBron James um, certainly doesn't like it. I I got some thoughts on the playing tournament. I I definitely think that... uh, Everybody's got their own opinion on this, but this would be technically the first time that they really do it, this structure, this style, because I think in the bubble tournament, things were so much different. Is this something that you want to see stay with the NBA? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's good for the league in general, for fans? Or do you think, hey, if you can't get into this... Uh, if you can't get into the playoffs after 72 games or 82 games, why the hell are you getting a chance to do it? Um, your phone call is coming up next, 877-710-ESPN. We'll get your thoughts on that. Stay right here, Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. I appreciate Ali Clifton taking some time to join uh, Lakers Talk. Um, Lake fans, you are you a fan of this playing tournament? Are you excited to watch the playing tournament are you somebody that's watching the standings every day and saying, man, how cool is this? You got two extra teams that will come in and a couple extra games, and that's going to determine who ends up uh, ends up in the playoffs. I want to take some phone calls on that. Eight seven seven, seven ten ESPN. Let me squeeze in a quick call here. Brian and Bellflower, who's been on hold for a while, and I appreciate you waiting, Brian. I know you want to talk LeBron James. Um, you wanna chime in on this LBJ talk, the fact that he's missing the next couple of games?
4: Yeah, that, that'll be my first point, but I also wanted to touch him on our playing tournament. Okay. But, uh, with LeBron missing a couple of games, I don't think it's that a big of an issue because we want him healthy. Even if it comes down to the point where LeBron has to miss all the games because there's like two or three games left in a regular season, as long as he comes back healthy, I think we'll be okay. Because AD is finding his stride right now. So if AD is already ready to go and healthy, I think it's a lot easier for LeBron to come back and be healthy and help out the team. So, and so, also with so the Brian, plan. to hit,
0: hit that, let, I'll let you go to the playing tournament right after. So to hit okay. on that, I agree with you 100%, right? It, health is the only thing that matters. But what Correct. concerns me is, first of all, there's only seven games left. So I think we keep kicking the can down the road, as we should, and I'm sure this is LeBron's thought process and the Lakers' thought process. Just get him healthy for the playoffs. What concerns right. me is he came back after 20 games, and now – um, you know, he's on the shelf for a little bit as well. Maybe that's three games, maybe it's less, maybe it's more, whatever it is. We'll see how long it is. So that's the only point that I make is I agree, and I think most Laker fans agree, a healthy Lakers team, they're coming out of the West. I just don't know right. if there's enough time left to get the LBJ that we need uh, for that playoff run. We'll have to wait and see. Playing tournament, what do you think? You like the idea or no?
4: Um. What? I don't think it's as bad as you know most Laker fans or people think for the Lakers. If if it is to a point to where we are in the playing tournament, I don't think it's that bad of a deal because it actually gives us two or three extra games to build our chemistry with LeBron, and it actually um, higher states are involved. So we're already in playoff mode, and if we are actually the seventh or eighth seed, we we'll would have to play either Utah or Phoenix as opposed to being the third or fourth and there's a chance we might have to play the Clippers in the first round. And I honestly feel that the Clippers are probably the only team that can beat us. Um, if, if, you know, LeBron isn't completely healthy like that. Utah, I don't think Utah will be actually a problem. I don't think Phoenix will be a problem. So I don't think the playing tournament is actually as bad as the Laker fans or people might think.
0: Appreciate uh Brian, appreciate you calling in. All right. Um, so real quick on the playing tournament. And this comes up only because – uh, LeBron James, what's today? Let's we'll say Tuesday. Last week, I think it was last week. LeBron said, um, "Whoever came up with the idea should be fired." All right, so he's obviously not too happy about the plane tournament, the thought of it, the concept of it, all that other good stuff. Um, so I, I, I make this very simple: I'm a fan of the plane tournament. I, I do think that it's not a coincidence that LeBron's not a fan of the playing tournament because the Lakers might actually have to play in this playing tournament. But the concept of the playing tournament, I like. Uh, you guys remember this, what was it, a month ago, maybe two months ago, Luka Doncic and Mark Cuban both were like, well, we played 72 games. That's not enough to determine who's in the playoffs. No, we don't like it. Do you know where Dallas was at that point? <laughs> they were in seventh. They were a part of the playing tournament. So I feel like the people complaining about the playing tournament are the teams that have to potentially play in this game. Um, Listen, if there's other reasons why they don't like it, I get it, I understand, but I don't think that's a coincidence. I think if the Lakers were in the number one or number two seed in the Western Conference, I don't know if they're going to have the same opinion or the same conversation about it. Um, There's a lot of reasons why I think it's, it's a good idea. Number one, it's more NBA games, right? NBA games that are meaningful because I don't know about you guys, but two weeks from today... Whether the Lakers are in that play-in tournament or they're not in that play-in tournament, I'm going to be watching. I'm watching those games, whether in the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference. I'm interested in those games. And they're meaningful games. And what happens to, you know, obviously the rest of the regular season, how many times have we seen this? Laker fans, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. How many times over this stretch of years that the Lakers didn't make the playoffs, all we cared about was where the Lakers are going to end up. There were games, because you're such a Laker fan, you're rooting for your squad to lose just so you had a better chance in that draft lottery, just so you had more lottery balls that could potentially give you the number one pick. Remember, Lakers had three number two picks um, in a row. Three years in a row, they had the number two pick. So teams that are tanking was supposedly bad for the NBA, and I agree, and at least now you have more teams that feel like they got a, a puncher shot of being a part of this tournament. Is it the um is it perfect? I don't think the playing tournament is perfect. I really don't. I, I think there's there should be some type of I thought there there would be something where some type of threshold. Maybe you're if you're not within four games, you can't be in the playing tournament. Or maybe it's just you're fighting for the eighth seed. I don't know why they got the seventh seed involved. It's not perfect but the concept is there. Oh, by the way, it's a good business idea because we're sitting here on a night-in-night-out basis. I've got the fortunate opportunity to have a microphone in front of me almost every night, and I'm looking at the NBA standings, and I'm talking about what teams are still in it. How far is this team back? The Warriors are fighting for this, or Washington Wizards with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. They got a shot to be in. There's a lot of chatter around this playing tournament, and I think that's obviously a huge benefit for the NBA. Of course, it's a revenue thing. You got more games, more nationally televised games, more opportunities for TV revenue. All of that comes into play. The NBA is not a nonprofit. They have proven, um, with I don't know how many different times over the last couple of years, that they will look for profits before anything else. And that's not not saying that I'm not criticizing them for that. I'm just stating the obvious here. It's a business, and the playing tournament is another source of. Of business, it's another opportunity from a business perspective. Okay, another reason why I like the playing tournament. I love that there's these, there's more NBA markets that feel like they have a shot to be a part of something at the end of the season. So I think that it's a combination of things. Um, I actually think the Lakers are going to be in the playing tournament. I have in the past I have said that it's not going to happen. They'll be fine. I mean, I, as little as a week ago when I, when Anthony Davis came back. I was telling Michael Thompson in the pregame show, I'm Michael, there is no reason why the Lakers don't stay in the number 5 spot. Who, by the way, they're sitting in the number 5 spot right now after that win against Denver and a uh, couple bad losses. I think Portland and Dallas had lost a game. Let me get an update here on that uh, Dallas game against the Miami Heat. Uh, but I think now, now I believe the Lakers are going to be in that playing tournament. Why do I believe that? It's pretty simple why I believe that, because I don't think LeBron is healthy. Mavericks beat the Heat 127-113 so Lakers now in 6th place. Um LeBron's not playing in these next two games. The next four games for the Lakers all playoff teams. Clippers on Thursday. You got Portland coming up on Friday. Portland coming up on Friday. I say that twice because that's the team that you're trying to, you know, obviously stay in front of and if you win that game you win the tiebreaker. If you lose that game you lose the tiebreaker. After that you still got the Phoenix Suns, you got the New York Knicks who are playing good basketball. Every one of these teams that the Lakers are playing still have something to play for. Clippers got something to play for. Portland and Phoenix have something to play for. Knicks have something to play for in the Eastern Conference. So I think it's more likely than not that the Lakers end up in this playing tournament. Uh, Noah in Northridge, Noah, I appreciate you calling in. You're on. Uh, you're on Lakers Talk. Uh, Noah, do you like the idea of this playing tournament, or or do you want the NBA to kind of uh, you, you think they're doing something that's um, unnecessary?
6: Well, first of all, I appreciate you having me on. I love your show, Slee. Um, but you I man. would say I, I think it's a it's a good thing. Um, specifically for the Lakers, I, I agree with you. I think that they're going to be put in the playing tournament, um, unfortunately, because LeBron's going to be out, you know, whenever he comes, when, for two games, three games. But the, the most important thing is that the teams that are playing the playing tournament and if we can beat those teams, because there's still some good teams in there. And I'm kind of I'm scared that we're not going to make it. Um, but I still have confidence in Anthony Davis and Gasol coming back last night and, you know, really showing off. And I think the Lakers, but I, I agree because their schedule coming up is not good. I mean, Portland, huge game. Uh, you know, just their, the rest of their schedule is pretty hard. So I hope that the Lakers, their their players can come, can get with it and, you know, really boost up their team and their confidence. So.
0: Appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Noah. All right, uh, top NBA stories. When we come back, we got—I'll uh, get you guys some updates on some of these NBA scores around the NBA. Um, there is—there's uh, some interesting conversation too on uh, Russell Westbrook. Did you guys see what Russell Westbrook did yesterday. So we got a lot of good things to hit on. Uh, Luca in a weird predicament. He can't afford another technical foul. So all that coming up next. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN.